Hey guys, what's up? And welcome back to The Last Bachelor. And this is episode 26. Being a man of color, I know firsthand that seeking or discussing mental health isn't something that comes naturally to us. The issue of protecting our mental health is necessary, even if you yourself haven't realized it yet. Mental health, by definition, is a person's condition with regard to their psychological and emotional well-being. If you're a man of color who grew up in the United States, it's safe to say you grew up with some type of psychological damage. It's non-debatable. All men experience mental health disorders, but it's mostly black and Hispanic men that rarely get treatment for it. Back in 2015, 48% of white adults with mental illness, they received treatment. 37% of blacks and Hispanics received treatment. And only 22% of Asian Americans received treatment. And that's according to the Agency of Healthcare Research and quality. The disparities we are faced with lie in accessibility, availability, and the quality of mental health care, in addition to the lack of insurance or being uninsured. Other factors that create barriers to receiving mental health care include language, mental health stigma within the minority community, because sometimes we are misinformed or underinformed. Poverty is a problem. Distrust in the healthcare system is a problem. Lack of diversity amongst healthcare providers or the lack of cultural competency among providers. Environmental and cultural factors also influence one's willingness to seek psychological help. Those who have been raised in an environment where violence and trauma are common frequently suffer from depression and anxiety. African-Americans living below poverty level are twice as likely to report psychological distress. And us Hispanics don't trail far behind from there. Back in 2017, suicide was the second leading cause of death for African-Americans, ages 15 and 24, according to the CDC. That's the Center of Disease Control. Breaking down the stigma of mental illness in all communities is vital to reducing disparities in treatment for all populations. More insurance companies are including mental health treatment under their coverage service. This will hopefully help our community learn more about mental hygiene and also become more comfortable with seeking mental health treatments. Some men grew up with families where they were taught very young how to express and handle their feelings and were brought up in an environment of healthy love. But if you were raised on survival, like most of us city kids were, we learned it late in life. But if you haven't, then you might need to unlearn and reprogram your mind as soon as you get a chance. Some of us are walking around suffering from real generational trauma, leading into depression and anxiety. These are the type of guys that are doing the bare minimum to figure out a way to cope with it. Depression and anxiety can lead down a spiral 
or more than just unhealthy feelings, thoughts, and behaviors. It can affect your physical health as well. I was actually in my late 20s when I found out what anxiety even was. Before that, like many blacks and Hispanics who grew up with religious backgrounds, I was taught to pray it away, read the Bible, or in many cases, I was told just to get over it. It'll go away, which wasn't very helpful to me. There are just some things you can't pray away. I personally thought it was just nervousness or my hyperactive tendencies lingering. I was wrong. Many of my lifestyle choices really affected my behavior and health, like I'm sure it's doing to many of you out there too. I was the type to always worry about the uncertainty of the future, letting my mind race. I could barely fall asleep at nights. I guess that's why I used to smoke. And by smoke, I mean marijuana. Until I took actionable steps to accept this issue and intelligently deal with what I was feeling instead of avoiding and escaping it all the time. But let's be real and let's be honest. Not all of us have time nor the budget for therapy sessions. Those can be very expensive. So instead, I researched wellness books written by certified mental health professionals like Jill P. Weber. I also read articles on anxiety and I took the steps and wrote them down. Steps on how to relax my mind. Taking actionable steps is the best way to help with your mental health. Books written by mental health professionals and some creative writing helped me a lot. When you think of mental health, you don't always got to think about visiting a therapist. Like I said, sometimes those could be expensive and we don't have the time nor the luxury to do so. But there are other actionable steps you can take. Like, for instance, the Shape and Foster app I mentioned in the beginning of the episode. You can also enter support groups. Those are very, very useful. You could take steps on reading. Reading wellness books is also a step in the right direction. Just take an actionable step and I promise you'll start to feel better ASAP. For additional information and resources, you can visit the National Alliance on Mental Illness. That's NAMI.org. It's the nation's largest grassroots mental health organization dedicated to building better lives for the millions of Americans affected by mental illness. Remember, reprogramming yourself won't be easy, but it sure is worth it. So to all my men of color out there, it does not make you soft. It does not make you weak. It does not make you less of a man to get a little therapy done. We all need it. This quote I want to end with comes from John Green. There is hope, even when your brain tells you there isn't. You've been listening to The Last Bachelor. To the next episode.